With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, what's up, Steeler fans? It's your behind the steel curtain host, Daniel J. Coming back at you with another State of the Steelers podcast on this championship weekend in the NFL. And today we're going to be talking about well, it's it's rumor season. Rumor season is upon us. There's a lot of thoughts and theories going out there about the Pittsburgh Steelers, who they're going to draft, who they're not going to draft, who they're trading for, who they're going to sign, things of that nature. We'll get into all that in the first half of the show. We'll talk about the draft and the rumors around that in the second half. We'll talk about trades and possible uh, signings for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who they're rumored to be looking at. And if I think there's possibility in, in any of these options, whether it's draft or free agency. And then we're going to top it off with my prediction on the championship games. You know, we can't go through championship football weekend without talking a little bit about the championship games that are upon us tomorrow. Can we? Well, with that being said, let's get into it. So, <clears throat> First thing that we want to talk about in this half of the show is going to be about the draft, right? Now, before we get into who the Steelers are supposedly rumored to be looking at with that number 17 pick in the first round, um, we got to talk about who's making those decisions and who's new to making those decisions. So the Pittsburgh Steelers had um, signed Omar Khan as their new general manager and uh, Andy Weidel this past offseason after the retirement of Kevin Colbert, who's been the general manager for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a while. Now, referencing the new general managers and the draft, 
was none other than team president Art Rooney when he was on 93.7 The Fan Thursday afternoon. Uh, he stated, I think we're seeing changes already and Omar and Andy are preparing for the draft. Oh, I'm sorry about that. He goes, I think we're seeing changes already in the way Omar and Andy are preparing in the draft. And I think those guys have their own way of doing things. They're a little different from Kevin. Everybody's a little different. And certainly we'll see some changes in the approach to the draft. That was Art Rooney II on 93.7 The Fan. And so he's talking about some changes. We've already seen a little bit of changes this season, right? We saw Deontay Johnson's contract be addressed early on in free agency. We saw, or a lot earlier, I'm sorry, in the season. It didn't take... uh, an entire preseason or anything like that. We saw Minka Fitzpatrick get taken care of, uh, things of that nature. And so a lot of good things from Omar Khan, very few mistakes. I think the only one might have been the acquisition of William Jackson III. But outside of that, I think he's doing a fantastic job, him and the the tandem that is him and Andy Weidel. Now, different approach. Does that mean – Maybe the Steelers acquire more draft picks by maybe moving back a couple spots from 17. You know, there's going to be a lot of positions that need to be addressed. Now, if the Steelers don't change too much and they kind of stay to, you know, status quo, so to speak, then we're going to see a lot of the uh, um, positions that we consider positions of need of being filled, filled in free agency with, you know, a certain player or not, maybe, maybe not a high caliber player, but, but certainly one that could be suited to, you know, play the season if the Pittsburgh Steelers are eyeing a specific player in the draft and they don't get a chance to get them. And so um, with that being said, I think the Steelers are going to kind of continue in that fashion. That way they can pick up best player available. But let's just say they want to acquire more draft picks, build their team up. Possible to move a couple spots back, pick up another player or another, another, uh, some more draft cap. It's quite possible. It's quite possible. Those are things that I think Kevin Colbert only did once in his entire career as general manager of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that's when he traded back and was able to get big, big snack Casey Hampton. It's been a long time since then. Now, what are the changes could have been happening? We know that Kevin Colbert ran a, you know, his, um, Scouting department was kind of small, close group, not so much turnover, you know, following the uh, acquisition or the signing or promotion of Omar Khan and, and then the acquisition of of Andy Weidel, the Pittsburgh Steelers saw some additions to their scouting team. You saw names like Sheldon White, Mark Sadowski, Casey Weidel, and Chris Rock, Chris Watts, I'm sorry. <laughs> And so they've already added to this group. I think that there's a good possibility we're going to see quite a bit of change. Now, there's been some names that have been floating around out there um, for the Pittsburgh Steelers as a possible target in the first round at number 17. And the first one we're going to talk about is none other than Kenny Pickett's former wide receiver, um, currently or most recently out of uh, USC, but at university uh at Pitt uh, a couple of years ago and Kenny Pickett's final year at Pitt his number one target Jordan Addison 
So Jordan Addison, he's a, he's a decently tall guy. He's six foot, 175 pounds. And he's a guy that um, was explosive. I mean, we'll look at some of his um, his traits here. So he um, as a as a freshman in 2020, Addison saw you know he was he played in 10 games for the Panthers. That made 60 receptions for 662 yards, averaged 11 yards per reception, had four touchdowns, and a quarterback rating when targeted of 97. As a sophomore, uh, that's kind of when he uh, he broke out. And this is when Kenny Pickett also broke out. This was his quarterback at that time. And so, you know, he played in 14 games, having 100 catches for 1,593 yards for an average of 15.9 yards per catch with a huge amount of touchdowns. This is 17 touchdowns. And the quarterback rating of 136.7. He did fairly well. He did fairly well. Now, I'm not saying that he uh, did bad once he moved to uh, USC. He didn't have the um, the stats that he had in Pittsburgh, but he was still at an elite level. Um, as far as that, he was... In 2022, he played in 11 games, caught 59 catches, which is significantly less than how many he caught in pit. Um, he did have 875 yards for an average 14.8 with eight touchdowns, so more than half of the touchdowns. Quarterback rating when targeted was 139. Now, a quarterback that he had, Caleb Williams, Ended up becoming the Heisman Trophy winner. So, you know, he did some great things for the quarterbacks that were around him. Kenny Pickett was a Heisman finalist, ended up being the first quarterback drafted in the uh, NFL draft this past draft in 2022. Only quarterback drafted in the first round, I'm sorry, to our wonderful Pittsburgh Steelers. And he seems to be a guy in the works. Definitely does. I like what I see. But now does this move make sense? Should the Pittsburgh Steelers be heading out and getting Jordan Addison. Now, in my opinion, I don't think that's the right move at number one. You know, you have George Pickens. He's doing some great things. You have Deontay Johnson under contract for not just this year, but next year. And then you have um, you have Calvin Austin coming back. You have the, the Steelers signed uh, Anthony Miller for a year. Um, is it possible that they go get another receiver? It's, yeah, for sure. You know, I think that that option is probably going to come out in free agency. Maybe get a guy who's been been in the league for a little bit, a veteran guy because of how young this team is. You know, Deontay Johnson is the most seasoned wide receiver on the team. However, he's not the most talkative guy. He's a, um, from all accounts, very quiet to himself as far as um, – being that leader, I'm not sure if he has that attribute in him. Now you have some younger guys that are going to need direction from a, from somebody that knows how. And so um, I'm not sure adding another rookie in there and having them develop and learn this playbook and then, um, you know, stunt the offense, so to speak, if he's going to be the number one wide receiver um, to get him caught up onto the playbook and, and, get him comfortable with Kenny Pickett, regardless of how, how much they, um, you know, that chemistry was in, in college. Sometimes that doesn't translate to the NFL because they're both learning a new, more complicated offense. 
Remember uh, Mason Rudolph and James Washington? That connection never seemed to be there, even though they were well-connected in in Oklahoma. So uh, my opinion, I don't think this is the right move. If you do get him, you're sending a message to Deontay Johnson, in my opinion, or he's receiving a message, whether, you know, it's the most clearest one or not. Um, I think you are. And, you know, you're going to end up having your most seasoned receiver, the most, the guy with the most experience on this team upset. You know, he's going to want to go find another place, possibly get traded. He, he, he throws out cryptic tweets all the time. So, I'm not sure if this is uh, that would be the right move for this offense. I think this offense is moving in the right direction. Um, they're growing. They're they're getting better together. You know, when the Pittsburgh Steelers traded Chase Claypool, that it resulted in the number 32 pick. You know, a lot of folks, including myself, were saying that this is a possibility of a uh, addition by subtraction. Too many chefs in the kitchen, so to speak. A lot of guys asking for. Uh, asking for the ball to be thrown to him, you know, and there is such a thing that you might have too many options and you never end up getting that chemistry or that comfortability, comfortability with one or two of these receivers when you're having to spread the ball so much and so far around. And so as much as I'd like to see Kenny Pickett get his dream of, or his wish as he's come out and said multiple times that he was going to be harboring for, for Jordan Addison, I'm not sure this, this is the move for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I'm not even sure if he's going to be around at number 17. There's a possibility that he gets drafted ahead of that. I don't think the Steelers should be moving up and giving up their draft capital for a receiver when they have some pretty good ones on the team right now. Maybe not some that are um, that Antonio Brown X receiver, because I think George Pickens, I mean, not X receiver, the Antonio Brown style receiver, the one that's out there on their own the separator that's not George Pickens. George Pickens is to spread the ball down the field, stretch the field, get the post and make some, you know, spectacular catch down the field. He's not the same type or position who should be positioned in the same position as a Deontay Johnson or an AB or, or whoever you want to put in that in there. And so in my opinion, I think the wide receiver room, you might get one in the draft, I just don't see it happening with the top two. But you never know. You never know. Now, the other guy, the Pittsburgh Steelers, have been rumored uh, to be targeting. is none other than uh, Joey Porter Jr., cornerback out of Penn State. He's a um, lengthy guy, six foot two, 198 pounds. Um, to me, he screams, screams um, Ike Taylor to me. Uh, a guy that can shut down the, you know, a receiver, maybe not the best hands um, or ball, you know, catching abilities, um, but he's a guy that's going to be covering fairly well. Um, we'll read some of his accolades in 2019. He only saw yeah, as a, as a freshman four games, played 80 snaps, three tackles, quarterback rating when targeted, 156.3. He changed that. He started to change that up pretty, you know, every year he got better. As a sophomore in 2020, played in eight games, logged in 415 snaps, had 28 tackles, four assists, eight stops. He had two pass breakups, no interceptions. 
quarterback rating when targeted was 127. So as a sophomore, he wasn't, he still wasn't getting it, he still wasn't grasping it. And so this is where he kind of started to improve. This was at uh, 2021 as a junior. He played in 13 games, uh, logged in 769 snaps, chalked up 46 tackles, nine assists, 14 stops. He had three pass breakups, one interception, and only gave up a quarterback rating of 84.7 when targeted. This past season, however, is when he posted up his most impressive stats, I guess. Um, we played in 10 games, logged in 440 snaps, 24 tackles, four assists, five stops in coverage. He had nine pass breakups, no interceptions, but the quarterback rating when targeted was only 63.6. You know, he only had one interception throughout his entire collegiate career. Is it concerning? No. It seems like he got better every season. Um, he seems like he was in that trajectory of being a shutdown guy, but without the hands. You know, he's uh, he's got some speed, some quick feet. Uh, I think he's... Um, He's also a physical guy. He's not afraid to tackle. My biggest concern when it comes to him is just basically the uh, the catching ability and and not getting more interceptions. And so, you know, those things will come. Maybe perhaps he gets into the, uh, you know, gets with some a defensive back coach in the NFL, kind of give him some tips and getting his hips turned around at the right time and things of that nature. Maybe perhaps he'll – be able to increase that interception ratio. Uh, but this is a guy that a lot of folks are pointing at when it comes to that number 17 pick in the NFL draft. Now, I, for one, wouldn't be opposed to, to them going out and getting the Joey Porter Jr. You got to look at <clears throat> right now the Pittsburgh Steelers. As far as defensive back goes, they have um, Cam Sutton. He's going to be in free agent. He's going to be a free agent. I think he's going to be a guy that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to try to bring back. You have Akila Weatherspoon, who I think the Steelers are going to end up probably letting go. Levi Wallace had a better second half of the season once T.J. Watt was on the field. And, you know, I, I said it uh, often, the, the T.J. Watt effect was not just going to be on the pass rush, but it was going to be on the pass defense as well. You know, because of the fact that quarterbacks were thinking or needing to throw the ball faster, that was going to create um, high-pressure decision-making and, and high-pressure accuracy throws that could increase couldn't end up leading up to an interception or a turnover, which Levi Wallace was the recipient of that a couple of times there. Um, and so you, you look at those defensive backs, they really don't have a clear cut CB one. Uh, I think the Steelers are going to really, you know, cut or release William Jackson, the third, probably the worst, the only bad move that Omar Khan has made, but, you take a chance there. You know, he's a guy that was getting ready to start practicing and things of that nature. Had the Steelers found their way into the playoffs. He may have been a guy that saw the field. Unfortunately, he never did for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so for this move here, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I think I would rather see the Pittsburgh Steelers target the trenches, go either offensive line or defensive line um, with that first pick. Um, preferably maybe the offensive line, somebody on the left side there. Um, maybe get a left tackle and push Dan Moore into the guard position. Food for thought. Food for thought. But 
you know, if the Pittsburgh Steelers get Joey Porter Jr., um, I think that would be a uh, an excellent pickup. I'm, my main concern is just that one interception his entire collegiate career. Screams Ike Taylor, but Ike Taylor, yeah, he did some good things. He shut down a lot of receivers. He made uh, that side of the field irrelevant many times, many times. And maybe perhaps Joey Porter can do the same and allow – um, guys like Mika Fitzpatrick to benefit from his ability to shut down one side of the field. Well, I'll be right back, y'all. We're going to be taking a quick word from our sponsors. Uh, don't go anywhere on the other side. We're talking about possible, uh, you know, what those trade rumors are and free agency rumors that are coming in. Don't go anywhere. See you on the other side. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, look at that. You made it to the other side. Appreciate you guys staying tuned. Now we're going to be talking about the uh, trade rumors and free agency pickup rumors. But before we do that, I want to direct you guys to go check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop, non-stop shop, shop for Pittsburgh Steelers news and coverage. Articles coming out daily, multiple times a day, on breaking news, get you up to date on everything Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, check out check out the other podcasts that are available out there as well. We have a great uh, lineup of audio only podcasts, and on the YouTube side, you get the, the video, and you get the uh, you get to see, you know, what we look like here at Behind the Steel Curtain. So, I'm sure you guys, if you guys are watching this show or listening to this show, you probably listen to everybody else. But if you're not, go check them out. There's great content out all the time about Pittsburgh Steelers daily multiple times a day, you know, during the season and the off season. So you can never get enough of your Pittsburgh Steelers. Check us out. Now, there's been some uh, trade rumors. Uh, there are four teams that are expected to check in on Rams, Jalen Ramsey, cornerback, and his availability and the possibility of him being traded this offseason. And one of those teams are the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
it's no secret that they don't have a CB1, even if they go and re-sign Campson. I think Campson is a fantastic coverage cornerback. He's a cerebral cornerback. It makes up for his um, lack of um, maybe ability in certain areas like speed. But he's a fine, you know, CB2. The Steelers don't have a CB1. I think Levi Wallace is an awesome CB2 as well. You know, he's not the fastest guy in the world, Levi Wallace. He's ran 4.6 plus, I believe, in the 40. And so it was speed like that that got him or made him a walk on at Alabama and undrafted into the NFL. Now, he's a guy that is a study guy and a guy that's in the film room, makes up for whatever abilities he may be lacking um, with that cerebral cornerback ability that he has, you know, that football awareness. But that's going to get you so far. At certain points, you're going to end up seeing him getting burned. And we saw that happen. We saw that happen, not just with him, but with Akilah Weatherspoon. Akilah Weatherspoon was supposed to be that guy, that speed guy. He had a few interceptions the year before last. or Not this past season, but the year before. This season, he was getting burned back and forth until he blew his hamstring and really never got back on the field. And so the Steelers are in need of a QB1. But is Jalen Ramsey worth it? Let's look at his stats first, and then we'll look at what he uh, would do to the Pittsburgh Steelers cap. So last season, 2022, as a Los Angeles Ram, um, he played in all 17 games. He had four interceptions. He had uh, 18 pass breakups or pass deflections, one force, two forced fumbles. One fumble recovery, and he had two sacks on the season with 88 tackles, 64 solo. So he is still in, you know, doing fairly well. I mean, it was a uh, one of his best seasons as a pro. Uh, he's still fairly young. He's at 28 years old, so he's on the right side of 30. You know, what he brings to the table makes sense, but does the contract make sense? And this is where it comes down, and and this is where it's. Um, question mark you know as of right now he is set to make 25.2 million dollars or have a 25.2 million cap hit this upcoming season now he has an out next season where if the pittsburgh steelers were to sign him this season and then release him because i believe he has three years left on his contract he, they would save some money but he, they'd still be hit with an 11.4 million dead money Dead money hit. That's that's significant, you know, to not have a player to pay pay a player eleven point four million dollars for him not to be on your team. I don't know, man. I think if you get him, you're restructuring that deal, and you're you're pushing it down the road a little bit, so to speak. But you know, you have your CB1, you have a guy who's got the physicality, he's got the right mindset that you're looking for, um, and he's going to shut down half the field. But is he worth that amount of money? Do you, or do you think maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers can, you know, go through the draft, maybe get that Joey Porter Jr. that we spoke about and not have to deal with this amount of money getting hit at the cap? Now, it's not just the money aspect that comes into play. You also got to trade for them. And so what is it that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to give up to the Los Angeles Rams for him? 
you know, I think that they would probably want the 17th and 32, 32nd pick. That's basically two ones. I'm not sure I would do that. Now, the fact that the Los Angeles Rams are going to be in a kind of a desperate mood to try to trade him so that somebody can eat some of that cap. Maybe perhaps they trade him for maybe just the 32nd pick. Or maybe the second round. Um, 49 pick that the Steelers hold. Maybe they can do something like that. But in my opinion, I think the Steelers stay away from this. I don't think this is a good business move. I, I, I agree. He's, he's a tremendous talent, and he would do wonders for this defense. But that's a lot of money. Yeah, on a defense that's already paid quite a bit. <laughs> you know, you have some more. You have other options that are out there that you possibly could be spending your money there. Maybe, you know, you, you go get one Jalen Ramsey. You know, when you lose out on a couple of different positions with that same amount of money, the same amount of money you probably can get a Tremaine Edmonds, resign a Terrell Edmonds, resign a Cam Sutton. You know, those are the things that I'm looking at with that amount of money as well. Maybe even resigning Larry Ogunjobi. There's a lot of holes on this defense. And and it's time that the Steelers, you know, they got to get more than just one player to fix it. It's not one player away. And so my opinion, I don't think the Steelers make this move. Now, the next move that they're somewhat being spoken to about, and this is in free agency, and that is with Jermaine Edmonds. Current, the uh, current middle linebacker for the Buffalo Bills. Now, one of the biggest and best upsides for Tremaine Edmonds is not just his ability and his physicality and what he does on the field, but he's a guy that can be here for a while. He's only 24 years old, y'all. 24 years old. He He's getting his second contract. That's amazing. That's amazing. Two-time Pro Bowler. He's going to attract a little bit of money. I think that his... You know, market space is probably going to be somewhere between 11 and 14 million a year. You know, I think this is a guy that isn't afraid to put his face into the fan. You're not going to see those issues that you had with Devin Bush on the field with him. Even a Miles Jack. Miles Jack, he came into the league. The reason he wasn't a you know first round draft pick or whatnot is because he had some kind of something wrong with his knee or whatnot. And injuries. It seems to be piling up on Miles. You know, you're seeing the likes of Robert Spillane taking 100% of the snaps towards the end of the season last season. That tells you about the confidence that the Pittsburgh Steelers had in, in Devin Bush and in Miles Jack. Devin Bush had significant, his snaps cut significantly, so he's good as gone, in my opinion. And so you have you have a hole there. I, for one, would like to see the Pittsburgh Steelers sign Tremaine Edmonds, fill that there with a known person, a known product, so to speak. You know what you're getting in him. You know the level of play that you're going to get. Resign his brother, Terrell Edmonds, have the Edmonds brothers reigning havoc. You know, we all saw how poor the Pittsburgh Steelers defense played without Terrell Edmonds out there. In my opinion, you need to resign him. Trey Norwood is not 
anywhere near the the player that that Terrell is. It just is what it is. Uh, I think Terrell has shown improvement every single year, and he's a guy that needs to be re-signed. Hopefully the Pittsburgh Steelers do that. A couple of other guys I'm, I'm wanting them to re-sign. Is I'm hoping they go for Larry Ogunjobi, and I hope that Larry Ogunjobi can stay around. I think he, you know, he was injured for the majority of the year, so him getting a full offseason again, maybe healthier than he was last season. Because remember last year he was – well, he had that whole bear thing, remember, where the Bears offered him like three years, $40 million or something like that. And then it went away because he didn't pass his physical. Ended up signing with the Pittsburgh Steelers on a, on a very low deal. You know, if he's a cheaper option than potentially Hardgrave, then I'd say get, get Larry O. Keep him up. Let's see what he has. But if Hardgrave ends up being a... Uh, a free agent. He is a free agent this offseason. He doesn't get extended or tagged or any of those things. And finds his way on the free agent board. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers should look at that at at uh, Davian, not Davian, Javon Hargrave as a possibility of bringing him back. Man, that would be amazing. Amazing. You know, in my opinion, Hargrave, I would give him I would sign him over Larry O. I think Hardgrave just, he's a phenomenal talent. His size and combination of his, you know, his size and his uncanny speed for his size is just top charts, man. Shouldn't have let him go. The Steelers tried to keep him, but the, uh, the Eagles just paid him more. Now, one more, and I, I guess I can kind of, kind of bunch these together. Um, you have the two Titans players that are set to be um, possibly cut um, due to cap space, one being former linebacker, outside linebacker, Bud Dupree, and the other one being Titans uh, offensive tackle, Taylor Lewan. Now, Taylor Lewan has had a series of, of injuries. Um, Mike... I guess my question will be like, do, do you think the Steelers maybe potentially pick one up if both end up getting cut? You know, Taylor Wan, he's, he's he's up there. He's 31, which is not old for an offensive tackle. Um, been a pro bowl, been a pro bowler for consecutive years. Had an ACL injury a couple of years back. Missed a lot of games last uh, season before last. Uh, said his knee wasn't right. Came out with a uh, a tweet of him uh, in Steelers uniform, Photoshop. Said he likes the colors. Colors go hard. Possibility they pick him up. Maybe, maybe. Uh, depends on how much he's asking. Given the fact that he's had some knee injuries, maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers take a flyer on him on a cheap deal if he's not getting a lot of attention. But Dupree, on the other hand, uh, I'm not sure what kind of attention he's going to be gathering once he becomes a free agent. He really hasn't done much in Tennessee. Um, you know, I know he's coming off of the ACL uh, from a couple of years ago. Kind of the same thing. Like, he's just not that guy. You know, in Tennessee, they expected him to be the Batman. And I don't think he's a good Batman. I think he's a great Robin. And so the Pittsburgh Steelers outside linebacker unit 
Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt take a lot of breaks, a lot of breaks. You see a lot of Jameer Jones out there. I'd rather see Bud Dupree in those moments. I think Bud Dupree getting 35% of the snaps, maybe doing a one-year, be on the other side of TJ Watt for a little bit, Alex Highsmith for a little bit. Maybe he gets his, you know, gets an opportunity to get another payday somewhere else. If he can put up some decent amount of numbers and be that LB2 versus a rotating guy. But who knows? Maybe somebody's going to see what he did uh, at the end of his career with the Pittsburgh Steelers prior to his ACL tearing and think that maybe that potential is still there and they want to utilize his talents as a first string outside linebacker. And with that, I'm sure he comes with a paycheck with that and opportunity. Uh, I wouldn't blame him for taking it. But if he's not seeing those opportunities, I would love to see Bud Dupree back in the black and gold. I think he was a fantastic linebacker at the end of his tenure with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you know, like I said, Jameer Jones, um, he's, he got a lot of snaps. I know the Pittsburgh Steelers recently re-signed uh, the Q from the U, <laughs> uh, Quincy Roche. But, I mean, I'm not seeing – you know, defensive snap quality, you know, tremendous amount of defensive snap quality uh, play out of him. And so <clears throat> with that being said, as my thoughts on the trade rumors and free agency pickups, uh, I would think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are probably going to stay away from those two Titans, but I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Now, before I let you guys go, we are going to talk a little bit about championship football. It's, can't talk about the championship game on cha- uh, on championship weekend. So for the AFC and the rights to represent the AFC in the uh, Super Bowl, we have the uh, the very much hated now Cincinnati Bengals versus the Chiefs. This is a tough game, y'all. I think that the Bengals end up taking this game. Uh, I'm going to be rooting for the Chiefs because I really don't like the Bengals and. But when you look at the fact that Mahomes is, you know, he's hobbling on one leg with a high ankle sprain and and the Chiefs aren't really what they were offensively without Tariq Hill. You know, I, not to mention the Bengals have just kind of had their number. I think the Bengals end up winning. Not hoping for that, but I think they do. Against, you know, the, the on the NFC side to be the representative in the Super Bowl for the NFC, we have the 49ers at Philadelphia. I think the Eagles are going to take that game, y'all. Yeah. You know, I like the story of uh, Brock Purdy, you know, coming in and uh, really, really turning the season around for the 49ers. And you look at what Jimmy G was doing before he got hurt, and especially Trent, uh, Trey Lance also, and he wasn't doing anything much. Um, Brock Purdy comes in, turns the organization around. Uh, from that point in the season and really just lights it up and puts themselves in a position to maybe a possibility of being the NFC representative in the Super Bowl. But I think that the, uh, the Eagles are just a little bit too much. They kind of showed up who they were against the Giants last week. And, you know, Jalen Hurts is getting healthier. Um, that defense is just so, so stingy. It's so mean. Um, I, I think the Eagles end up taking this game, and I think they take it all, to be honest with you. But we'll take it one week at a time. So I have the Eagles versus the Bengals in the Super Bowl as the uh, AFC and NFC representatives. Find me on Twitter, y'all. 
at State of Steelers. Let me know what you guys think. I also I, I tweet this broadcast out there. Uh, leave me a reply. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know who you guys are thinking are going to be the representatives for the AFC and NFC in the Super Bowl. Who are you? Who are your winners? That's all I got for you for this one, guys. We'll see you again next week. I want to say thank you to everybody that's been tuning in to Behind the Steel Curtain and to the State of the Steelers. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a blessed weekend. We only got a couple weeks left of real competitive football, and then it's just the long drought that is the offseason of anticipation waiting for the season to start. That being said, y'all, I'm Daniel J. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.